everybody, welcome back to the Pop Culture Corner. My name's Tyler, and I am the host of the show, the creator, Tyler the Creator. Yeah, I'm doing stand-up now. My tour is coming soon. Just kidding, guys. But make sure to smash that like button, share the show across social media for your friends, family, and fuck it, your enemies too, because uh, we love enemies just as much. Um, and if you want, subscribe, ring that notification bell so you don't miss any future uploads. Today, we're joined by a panel of absolute monsters, killers, killers in the industry. We got Black Ops, we got RJ, and we got MSK, Ultra, Nightwing. Hello, hello. I don't know. Everyone's changing their names all the time. Marvel Maniac, Nightwing, MSK. Black Ops, you're. I mean, you're you're solid. You're 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 solid. But yeah, I'm um, consistent. You just call some call yourself Cold War or something, or like Call of Duty Ghost or something. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> no, guys, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, actually. Good. Doing good. Good. Doing good. It's been a crazy day, though. It's been kind of crazy the last few days, honestly. It has. It has been a crazy day. Now, RJ and I have been on uh, a couple streams. Um, you know in the last 12 hours, if you will. And, you know, last night we were talking about the implications of a potential Henry Cavill Comic-Con appearance and how that could potentially bolster the Black Adam, um, you know, uh, presentation. You know, it could really make waves for uh, Warner Brothers, for DC, and for that, that whole universe as a whole. But then, today... RJ brings something out. Uh, now, RJ, mm-hmm. where did you get this? And, and Whoa, how? bring it out. Because, because basically, ba- basically, you know, if I don't know if the two correlate, right? Because hmm. Superman, Superman being at Comic Con doesn't necessarily mean Zack Snyder's being restored. You know, that right. right? So, so the two don't necessarily correlate, and and that makes sense, but. You know, what are the implications for for um, this tweet? You know the the one that we're showing here. Yeah, so this tweet uh, was from a panel today at San Diego Comic Con with Jim Lee, kind of drawing and taking questions from fans. Now, if you don't know who Jim Lee is, he's a legendary artist, one of the big heads of DC. Um, he is also involved at DC Films. He worked with Zach on the storyboards and all that. Uh, he's also worked alongside Jay Leva, I think, a couple times. And he's been involved in the developmental process of every single DC film, even stuff that's coming on the far future. He knows about. Okay, yeah. this isn't like Jim Lee, some... is, Jim Lee is embedded into DC as a whole, like not not just films, but animation, comic books. Jim Lee is a staple of DC. Yeah, I mean Jim Lee is like an icon. Okay, like this ain't so no run no run of the mill guy. This guy knows his stuff. He knows if anyone knows what's going on at DC, it's him. So this is at the panel today. Somebody asked him about the Zack Snyder stuff, and this is what he had to say. Would the drawing boards for those, or if they've asked you, or if if they would ask you, would you? Um, you know what's amazing is that we spent two years like. Uh, <laughs> in lockdown, and here we are back at a convention celebrating the art form, feeling good. <laughs> um, you know, I do, I, I do what I work on the projects that are in development, right? And so, you know, I think the Snyder Cut uh, was um, 
Zach's vision realized, and it was a, a really oh, satisfying, yeah. you know, story told. But you know, I'm, there's no plans for additional working map materials. So I was happy to help contribute to the pitch for the other stuff, um, and it was kind of fun to actually see that stuff get out there because I did that years ago, and I, I, I actually thought it had been erased, <laughs> but uh, they had kept it in, in storage. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So, he's so basically I'll, I'll play saying, that part again, real quick. I'll play that part yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, play that part. Um, there's no plans for additional working map materials. So, right there. Flat out says, and I quote, there are no plans for that. Um, can you play it for one more time? Yeah, any additional material. Any Was it any additional material? So Yeah, I'll, I'll play it again. So, I was happy to help contribute to the pitch for the other stuff. Um, and it was kind of fun to actually see that stuff get out there because I did that years ago. And I, I, I actually thought it had been told, but you know, I'm, there's no plans for additional work on that material. So I was happy. There's no plans for additional work on that material. So quote, no plans for additional work on that material. And um, for anyone who's wondering, when we're talking about that material, what we're talking about is the Snyderverse. Now, the Snyderverse... Yeah, because the question was about whether Jim Lee would, would help storyboard or work on any future Zack movies. Right. Because, yeah. And this, and of course, this question is, you know, it's, it's a vague question because the Snyderverse, uh, what, because it's almost like drawing borderlines, like, or, or borders uh, with countries, right? So... Where does the Snyderverse end and where does the rest of the DC universe begin? That's going to be up to, you know, the creators and the people in charge, right? So where, do, where does the line get drawn from what Zach was building and then what, you know, where they strayed away? So Justice League 2017 remains canon. Yes. So with that implication, Darkseid does not exist. And... They have yet to 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 receive that global threat, and the the the, the characters, uh, the Flash, you know, and 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 Cyborg didn't have huge roles in 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 the 2017 version. Um, you know, could be interchanged, uh, you know, via the multiverse. So, I mean, the the implications of what Jim Lee is saying here are very large because people like Syl have been claiming that, you know, the Snyderverse was going to be restored at San Diego Comic-Con. And <laughs> what was the last time that they said that it was going to be restored? It was at the... Uh, well, they said the Erica was coming at Fandom last year. No, 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 no. It was the one... It, it, was, it was the, the TV one. Up front. Up front. Oh, the up front. The Warner remember, Brothers up front. Yeah. RJ, remember you and I went on stream and we said the up front, like, that was their current goalpost. And then it was going to shift to Comic-Con. And now and it's being yes, shifted to DC Fandom. And now it's being shifted to DC Which Fandom. Which may not even happen we, this year. We literally has said that. So go back to RJ and I's solo stream about that. So what does this mean for the Snyderverse? It just means that there are no current plans. It's not dead. I wouldn't say it's dead. You know, there are, the, the, that's, that's being very broad. And that's being very, very naive. I don't think that this is a world, and I don't think that we live in a world where Zack Snyder's uh, plans 
couldn't ever come to fruition in some form or fashion. But as of right now, there are no plans in active development. Now, what does that mean, guys? I I wanted to say this before I go with my take. People nowadays call them takes. I, I just say that's my opinion. My take is I I don't even like his movies as I've been very open and honest with that. But I only really wanted it back just for like people like you and right. people like Enosh, people like Jared that I know that really like. I want it back for people who really, really like his stuff. I, right, I, I, I admit about it. I admit it's it, his movies are not for me. I don't really like them that much. But if you got you guys are, are really cool people, you know, I, I want it back just for you, you know. And it sucks that you can't get it back because we also know that it's not coming back because the fandom can be kind of crazy when you give them something, you know. Yeah. Also. What people don't understand is if a studio really wants to get you, they will. I'll just give an example. Marvel went out of their way to get Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio to be their Daredevil and Kingpin. They actively went out to get them. And there's rumors that they went out to get the girl who played Jessica Jones, the girl who played yeah, um, so, that one so girl she's in gonna be in. She's going to be in uh, She-Hulk, apparently. Right, right. So you see the studio going out to get these people, whether they're having it through agents, whether they're having it through whoever get these people. They're going out and getting people they want because they actively want these people. Nothing Warner Brothers has de- have did in their actions have shown they're going to bring him back. Nothing. It's all speculation. And there's the other thing of the whole canon thing you talked about. Zach, I think there was a video a long time ago. He admitted that the Just League 2017 movie is canon, actually. Yeah, he said no, it, it's he canon, said and he was that. fine with that. Yeah, he I remember him saying that. that. Yeah, he. It was right after the cul-de-sac comment. He oh, went on, he mm. went on Grace Randolph, and he said he's fine with his iteration of that universe being separate, and he was okay, and he knew that mm. his version was separate, and mm. that the 2017 version is canon. It, but in the studio's eyes, that 2017 version is canon, right? So. From that point forward, then we get Shazam. Then we get all these other other things. And that would include Black Adam. So the Superman that we get, if we get a Superman, A, number one, could be a variant. It could be a multiversal Superman. Or B, actually, I guess there's three. So multiversal Superman, B, would be a headless Superman, and C would be the full-on Henry Cavill Superman. Now, if it's a headless Superman, I'm going to be very, very angry. <laughs> I can't there, deal with that shit anymore. Even before this, the day before, the Bad Girl director said, they asked the studio guys, and they said we had a plan. Now, we know one of our brothers and plans aren't very good, but the fact that they said these plan, they had a plan, and they were just going to just do whatever they needed to do with this movie, like... No, nothing that they've shown or did points to them working with Zach ever again. It just doesn't, you know, especially given how, I mean, I don't know how much they take an online fan base. I mean, I've had people on the show that said they don't really care about that kind of stuff too much. Well, like people on like Twitter, but it's one of these things where if people don't believe Jim Lee, I don't know who you believe then. Someone said it has to be out of Zach's mouth. That's not true. Ben Affleck said he's not doing big IP movies anymore. Big IP, I mean, Batman's probably one of the biggest IPs you could even be able to be a part of. And no, no, no. Batman, Batman, it, Batman and Superman are the two mm-hmm. largest superhero. Now, I say that very, very, very stoically. Superhero. They are the biggest IPs 
along with Spider-Man. Right. And right? if they don't believe Ben Affleck when he says, I don't do that stuff anymore or want to do those films anymore, then you wouldn't believe Zack Snyder then. That would contradict itself then, would it not? Thank you. Thank you, The Geek Getaway, with a $2 Super Chat. Uh, DC kicked uh, the Zack crack habit, Snyderverse dead. Um, Hi, Geek. Ge- Geek Getaway, I like your um, logo. I really do. I like that a lot. Um, and thank you. Uh, guys, send a Super Chat. Become a member. Uh, it really helps the show. Um, support the channel. Support the channel. Um, none of this shit's free. Uh, you know, all, all of that knows. And if you're an enemy and you want to come drop $75 to shit on me, hey, I'm all for that too. Uh, and also produce the worst content on YouTube like that person does, but it's whatever. Right. <laughs> uh, but guys, so let's let's really talk about um, uh, Comic-Con, right? So Comic-Con is expected to a showcase what Warner Brothers has been showcasing since fandom two years ago. Do you think this is becoming a little bit too repetitive? Think about what they're showing us. They're showing us the same exact thing that they showed us at fandom, the first fandom, the second fandom, and now San Diego Comic-Con. But it's all the same shit. I mean, there was reports that they didn't really even know what to bring to this Comic-Con. Like, there were reports they weren't even going to, like, come out to the event either. So I think they just brought what this, what the other IPs they own have at the moment just so they can have something for Comic-Con. Because they know the amount of views, the amount of attention that this event could give them, actually. You know? In the, so, in corp, in the, so a lot of people don't know that... You know, this is going to be a mix of virtual and in person. So they're calling it like a, uh, uh, it's a hybrid con, right? It's not a fully in person thing. So there still will be virtual elements. Um, and a lot of it will be live. So that's going to be cool. That's going to be something new. Um, San Diego Comic Con isn't something that ne- you necessarily, I mean, the Hall H things are, are, you know, those are shut off. But I mean, the convention is, is, you know, there's people going live from the convention. You know, there's all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's going to be a really fun weekend. I mean, what are you guys? What are you guys most excited for? What panel? What what project are you guys most looking forward to? Starting oh, with man. starting starting with Charlie. Um. Well, I mean, when it comes to the panel with the uh, Comic Con and everything, I would say that. I'm very kind of anxious to find out what Henry Cavill is going to say in general, you know, what he's going to be there for and to basically find out what Dwayne, the rock Johnson's going to say, because he said he's going to be there to promote, you know, black Adam, basically the stuff that I haven't talked about yet. I'm very curious to know what they're going to say. Like everybody has their predictions and some may be right. And some may be wrong. And me, even though sometimes I'm okay with being spoiled to know what's going to happen, at times I don't. I'm very picky sometimes when it comes to that, but I am kind of curious to know what they're going to say about the project. Right. And I, I really think that as a and, – and this is coming from me, right? Someone who has, you know, not necessarily strayed down the exact same path as the Snyderverse fans. Um, I do have my own original thoughts. Um, and I have the ability to separate myself from it. Um, I'm like, and you know, I'm not talking down on anyone. 
Um, just, there's just a lot of people who can't separate themselves from the Zack Snyder uh, persona. That 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 you know that fan base. That that um, you know the people that call him boss and 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 those kinds, right? They can't separate reality from from fiction. Um, yeah. And you know I can, and I I honestly think that we need a Justice League foundation built and we need as many of the original cast as possible now i don't know what ezra is uh his future looks like or their future looks like i don't think that ray fisher will be back unless zach comes back so that's two gone uh and and ben affleck doesn't want to do it anymore we could potentially get something with ben uh like a solo story to uh kind of wrap up that you know that 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 bow, wrap it up in a bow with a solo series. Um, but that leaves us with uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman uh, as of right now, as the only two members that might survive this this changeover. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's a, a problem. Yeah. That's a, like, that's a problem, guys. We can't get a fundamental... Like, we can't get a foundation built for a universe to be expanded upon. Like, that that, that would, like, be saying we're trying to start the Avengers with just Iron Man and Captain America, right? I mean, it might work, but it could crash and burn. And, and you know, we'll add in all these other, other characters. Like, I don't want to see a Batgirl project before I know who Batman is. Yeah. It's frustrating. DC is so frustrating. DC, yeah, it can definitely be frustrating for sure. So, what, what do you guys think that an honest, honest to God, like, just blow it up and start over would be? I mean, TW thinks that, right? You nuke it from orbit uh, and start, you know, start again. Uh, do you guys think that, that, you know, maybe we should be starting over with Pattinson? I'm not against yeah. it. That's honestly what they should have did. I'm not against it either. That's honestly what what they should have did when that movie dropped. Honestly, like it had better reception with the critics and fans that they always wanted to have it into that kind of phase. The only thing that, that we know is what the Bad Girl director said. They have a plan, and Bad Girl maybe dealing with with the ramifications of that timeline shift because that movie takes place after the Flash, which we've been accustomed to information based around. It kind of resetting things, actually, you know. Yeah, but that's that's all contingent mm-hmm. on the release of the Flash, which that's true, yeah. as of right now, we have no idea what's going on. Yeah, like we have no idea what's going on, and and uh, does anyone know at Comic Con are they even going to market the Flash? Probably not. I don't know. Why? I mean, would you? Which is heavily depressing. <laughs> Would like, you I would have a hard flash? time, like, if I was the president, you know, to try to say yes or no, I'd probably say no, because there's too much damage done, and nobody's going to really care anymore, because people are going to be so upset. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, Ezra is put himself in a very, 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 very peculiar situation. Uh, the, the The public has lost faith uh, in that 
in 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 their ability to continue on as a role. Because let's face it, when you suit up as a superhero, aside obviously there are exceptions like Deadpool and you know uh, Cable and and those guys. But when you suit up as a superhero like Captain America, you're expected to be a role model. You know, you're not, a, you know, you shouldn't be out there causing a ruckus, right, in real life. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're honestly, you're a role model to kids. Like, kids look up to you, right? You're, you're a superhero in their eyes. And then for Ezra right now, I mean, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. I agree. And then don't even get me started on Ray Fisher. I mean, guys, we can look. I mean, Ray Fisher's going after the the author of the the Rolling Stone article, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um there's just a lot going on. It's just a lot of drama sadly, and you have like a fractured fan base right now that's just trying to like fight for anything yeah, right now, but yeah. I don't even know what they're fighting for at this point. I I agree with you. I would No, I I I fully agree with you. I think they should start over because i mean you have certain fans who say if you do that then what about the fans that love what they did before just you'd have to just get on board with the new stuff that's all that's all it is people did it with the comic books i mean that i mean yeah. somewhat well, did. Th- this is just my opinion it's not it's trying to really be controversial but if you're rebooting i say you get rid of everything even, even the stuff Pattinson? i like I think, yeah, even the stuff I like, I think you just get rid of everything and start fresh. Well, Pattinson wouldn't go because then he is separate. So he kind yeah, of yeah, you that. can continue. Well, he would be the... fine, I guess. But you know what yeah. I'm saying, though. Like, even, yeah, even yeah. everything. Because I like anything? Peacemaker. I like Peacemaker, but you'd have to get rid of that, too. I'm saying get rid of yeah. everything. Yeah, start yeah. Fresh. No, you would have to get rid of everything that even touches the DCEU. Yeah. Right? That does not include Matt Reeves' Batman. That is a set. Or the Joker. Uh, the Todd yeah. Phillips Joker. Those right, two right. things, as of right now, we can uh, honestly we can classify them as black label. Mm. Like if you wanna, if you wanna really call, I know they're calling it like Earth Two and Earth whatever, but for all intents and purposes, let's look at the Batman and Joker as uh, black label, right? They're pretty much just glorified Elseworld stories at that honestly, point. I, I, yeah, I, I, that's I bla- that's what black label is. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah, like. But 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 we know they're not going to restart because Peacemaker is getting a season two, Shazam sequel, Blue Beetle's coming out. Do they have four movies coming out next year? Blue Beetle, Aquaman two, The Flash, and now Batgirl's confirmed. But what the a- fuck? Who gives a fuck about Blue Beetle right now? I do. No I no, do. no 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 no. I, I get some Jaime I, listen, Reyes. Listen listen no no. You got the no. kid from Cobra Kai. No no no. I listen listen. I'm not saying that Blue Beetle should not be made. I'm just saying. We need to figure out who the Justice League is and who our main characters are before we start going scratching on Blue Beetle, right? I love the casting, like Zolo as 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 Blue Beetle. Like it's going to it's it's awesome. It's 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 going to be. I guarantee that show's good. Just just seeing the costume and and the the practical and and the visual effects, uh, that, you know, work that they're doing on it already. I'm super excited about it. But like, what is it? What is it giving to me for the story overall? They said we have a plan. <laughs> Stop saying that. That's what they said. They said that when they started Man of Steel. Yeah, that that's the thing is. They claim to have a plan, but have, they've never stuck by a plan ever, or at least the one they put out. I just, I, 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 
I'm losing faith, utterly losing faith in the DC brand. Well, let me tell you this though, because I'm gonna just be, I'm gonna tell you this, right? Okay, you are getting a reboot, sort of, and it's coming in October. It's a movie called Black Adam. You think Black? All right, talk to me. Talk, okay. I want to hear your theory. Okay, Black Adam is the blueprint. The Rock, Ooh! The Rock is is the architect of the new DC universe. He wants to be the next Robert Downey Jr. He wants Black Adam to be his oh Iron Man equivalent. I think he wants Black Adam to be the launching pad for like whatever DC does next. With the JSA. With the JSA. Dude! Potentially with Superman at the helm too. Dude. Connected to Shazam. Like you Black are... Adam Black Adam is that is gonna be like the the You might be on to something, dude. You might be because he said he told that crowd of, of interviewers that, that he's, gonna that he's gonna to be it. in charge. That he's that he's developing stuff. The now. hierarchy is going to change. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. But dude, RJ, it's, you might be, it's possible. You might be on I mean something. Well, I mean the J- even Dwayne. Well, well, that even solves my problem, right? My problem with the Justice League not being formed, right? If we go the JSA route. Then we can slowly build a Justice League. Yeah, I don't even think I don't even think Black Adam takes place in the DCEU. You don't? Nope. I think it takes place in all new continuity. It, well, what then? How's the connection to Shazam? I think Shazam, you know, can still connect somehow, right? I mean, yeah, listen, but you're stretching too far. Maybe a little, maybe a little, but I mean, listen, any, right now they're not connecting Black Adam and Shazam just yet. I mean, you never know, yeah. though. Flash is kind There's of resetting things, though. You could set it in the new Flash timeline. That's what I'm thinking, too. Again, yeah, the- again, though, we come down to the fucking contingent release of the Flash. The that's Flash, kind of what they're hinging and that's, on. And this is the fucking problem. Ezra, no offense. Saggy, everyone that loves Ezra, no offense, but Ezra fucked us as movie moviegoers because the flash was the the fucking pivot point for the universe and now we're fucked we have no idea what's going on that was the movie that that was everything hinged on it and now we don't know what's going to happen but this movie's cursed in all honesty, I, I'm fine with recasting Ezra, honestly, because there's just something about him personally, even though I don't know him, that I don't particularly like. I've seen him in other projects and stuff like that, and is I mean, like, he may be able to act good and stuff like that, but there's just something about him that makes me not like him. It's almost like that person, when you see their face, you want to punch it, and you don't know why. You just do. Well, okay, I I I can see what you're saying. Um, I think Barry Keegan could be a good replacement. Um, people are throwing around Elliot Page. I am not on board with Elliot Page as the same here. Um, Elliot Page could not pull off Barry Allen. That is true. Whatsoever. I don't know what that fan casting is. No way. That that's trolling at that point. <laughs> 
that wasn't even I don't even know if that was fan casting. I think that was like straight out of the rumor mill. Matt, what jar Matt oh. you get in today? Just I oh I, I've been I literally have just been busy the last couple hours, so I've Oh thank God. So hey, I have no idea what's going one on. One hell of a day. All right, Jarbo. I mean, I woke up Jarbo. from a nap and like I saw this video floating around Twitter, and then I was like checking local police reports for like mass suicides, and I was very <laughs> thankful that that didn't happen. Very thankful for that. Lots of great resources on that front. Um, you know, so we're good. All right, we're good. Sorry. Oh, I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm just gonna be a little bit spicy. So let's have. No, a I, I love it. I. I love so when you're what spicy. You By the way, no one else condones my opinion. Right. No one else. <laughs> so, Not even uh, a single so what, person. So I, gotta ask, I condone though, it because I think is, it, it. It probably happened. Wait. Someone just disappeared. Uh, Jimbo had to bail. Yeah. Oh. No, Matt. I wanted to ask you though. What did you think of that Jim Lee clip today? Uh, that Jim Lee clip makes all the sense in the world. I love the coping of like, yeah, but he's not like involved in anything it's like the guy's in development you know he's in everything he's he's in in everything he's he's in literally his hands are in every single every single thing yeah every single thing his hands are is are floating in everyone knows that. um and everybody's already known that for a while but uh matt what do you think about the implications of the goalposts moving from these uh, i mean I know you're friends with Mikey. I'm, I like. <laughs> no, I'm I not. like. What? Not anymore. Not anymore. No, he's not. No. Wait, what? Uh, the long. Okay, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a quick TLDR on that. Um, so I was cool with Mikey. Talked to him every day, multiple times a day. Uh, Mikey I know. was working on um that comic book of his, right? That Dreamwalker yeah. one, and so yeah, he was like, you? "Hey, I want to. I want to put you in the comic book." I know. I, like, I remember I like, you telling me this. Like, yeah, I'm like, that's really sweet. Thank you. You know, that was awesome. And uh, I, and I was looking forward to it, you know, and then um, as you know, he started working more with Syl and doing more things with Syl. The more, you know, over on Hollywood oh, after dark, I started going hey. like I started saying, listen, the, the you know, Snyder verse, like Snyder cuts not happening and blah, blah, blah. Like, it, infect it, his mind. Uh, well, I, I think possibly. And I say that because uh, all of a sudden, because the name he wanted to give my character in this book was was called garbo right um and it was Isn't called like garb like garbo that's talks or whatever yeah like it was meant to be like call you that's what they the call channel. me over there yeah yeah so it's so it's like he had created this character and it was kind of referencing a greta garbo movie from like the 80s i think or whenever so it had like a double on top yeah well i guess it had it was like a reference it was self it was re- something uh, he took reference from i don't i've never seen the damn thing so i have like, no idea what the reference is Right, just my last name is Jarbo, Greta Garbo, GJ Fine, right. whatever. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. It. Get it. I think that was literally like as deep as it went, but he wanted to make me like an Alex Jones like character where I was like, you know But you were okay uh, with that, I thought. I was totally fine with that. That was funny, right? Like, cool, great. But then uh Syl and his audience started taking that and turning that into this pejorative and started twisting this very nice thing that I thought a friend was uh was doing as a nice gesture and then all of a sudden it started becoming this attack thing on me he knows how i feel about that i actually uh told him i no longer uh, give any permission for my likeness to be used uh in your comic you know because i'm, I'm not going to sit there and like yeah, be treated and, like this and, and be treated like a a, a joke like a little yeah, joke. like i don't mind if it's an inside joke between us 
right? Or even even in the community, if it's an inside joke in the community, you know? Right. I don't right. care about that. Like that's funny. It could be it, you can have a little bit of fun with that. But when you're but when it's now becoming this attack piece because we disagree over whether or not a movie franchise is going to continue, which I'm sorry, I get I guess I consistently get being proven right on that one. Uh, then I'm like, no, I'm like, F you, I'm not going to deal with this. Uh, and you know what? Then I found out through a mutual friend that like, he was really upset that I started poking at him. I started poking at Sue and you know, um, he kind of like apologized if I recall. And then I haven't really talked to him since then. Um, but, uh, but whatever happens with this shit, however hardcore this shit goes as a result of, of this weekend, uh, I place a lot of that firmly on his shoulders. Because he has, he has, you know, perpetrated this, actively, elevated this, actively put it. In Did you head. see his article from last night? Yeah. The yeah. Henry Steele Man of Steel, or what Henry yep. Steele, yep. Henry Cavill Man of Steel too. I'm like, oh, I'm like, dude, come on, man. He's over. He's becoming over the top, dude. Um, I'm, I'm, he's becoming. He's. I hate to say it, but he's becoming, um, uh, the culture nerd. That, yeah. that, that already happened a long time ago. This is nothing. Well, new. and that's again, that's whatever whatever Sill learned from Lightcast and uh, and everything. He has he has pushed that into uh, the thing with Mikey. But the thing with Mikey though well, is look that at the, the correlation. You see, you see, Sill leave Lightcast and the Culture Nerd. By the way, Lightcast and the Culture Nerd said that Sill was lazy and didn't do anything, and. You know, they would invite him on to streams and he wouldn't show up or he, he would never want to show up. And he was only there for like a month um, and or two months and then left uh, and then um, did it started his own channel and kind of recreated what Lightcast uh, was. And then when Lightcast, when, uh, no pun intended, when Lightcast turned out the lights, um, still took over that role of the uh you know the perpetuator of the the the, the Snyderverse stuff mm -hmm. uh and along with the help of Mikey Sutton and Geekosity right same way Lightcast and like does this at all sound familiar guys history repeats itself Sill and Geekosity are the same as Lightcast and the cultured nerd it's the same tactic being used against you to get your money. Wake the fuck up. Well, it's um, so it is like that. But here, here's where we have to actually look at this from a bit of a different perspective. All right. This is a long game. So uh, if you look at geekositymag.com, I know for a fact that Zack Snyder related articles don't do as well as Marvel related content. Right. DC just doesn't track as well as Marvel. Uh, especially when you're talking about like film news, because DC movies have a, have a, have a middling track record where Marvel is largely considered successful across the board. Well, Mikey did great when it came to the Spider-Man stuff. And we looked at the analytics again between Spider-Man and Dr. Strange. And the, the numbers not, I don't want to say flatlined, but they went from like one and a half, like 1 million, one and a half million down to like half that, right? 600,000 somewhere in there. So like the, the views per month dipped by a considerable amount simply because the content wasn't reflective of what the audience wanted. But in May, because you had all the articles about Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness and everything else coming off of that, those numbers spiked as a result. 
So you can see that the trends are around Marvel movies. The reason why this piece of information is important is Mikey is fully aware that this is how, how his website right, works. Right, right. And, and I know that he's fully aware on this thing. So the reason why they cover the Snyder stuff is they don't care that it doesn't get a lot of impact. It doesn't get a lot of play. Right. Mikey, I think, said at one point, I, I'd heard this. This was repeated to me. So I'm grain of salt on it. But that, you know, he was that he said that he tracks the metrics and that the Black Adam articles do very well on the site and that people are really excited for Black Adam. Yeah, I, I, I disagree because no one's Matt, excited for Black Adam, no, but I am You're not seeing it, though. Dude, The Rock is doing something like, dude, the, the, I'm glad that Warner Brothers gave The Rock a stake in marketing and, and a stake in the film because he's took it upon himself to market this movie. People forget that black Adam and the rock have been tied to each other longer yeah, no. than Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Sure. No, you're right? right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. We're not talking again. This is such a passion thing for the rock. It, I just, yep. I and don't get a bomb, he, but yeah, I, it's I, not going to bomb. That is not going to bomb. It's not like going to do that trailer. That trailer failed the track. The trailer, the trailer was laughed, was laughed at immensely due to the piss filter, due to the way that it looked the, like just the flatness of it. Uh, the, the trailer was mocked incessantly. No one cares about the character of black Adam. Really? I mean, it's like, again, uh, you know, even with Shazam, Shazam was a fun movie. I really liked can't wait for Shazam too. that movie still it failed did really well. Not well, really do, it for its budget. Great. It did okay for its it, budget, yeah, it okay but it still only budget. did about 400 million worldwide. The first Ant-Man did more. Right. And that was in 2015. Why I'm using that. lower. I'm using like, I'm using like B tier characters here or we'll see, okay. see right, right, to D tier right, right. characters. All right. All right. Black I, Adam I, is I, not an A tier character. No, he's not. He's not. He's not even actor though. Well, 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 yeah, I would grant that. I would grant that. I, I actually, I, I would um I would disagree that Black Adam is not a major antagonist. In... Are you kidding me, dude? Go around and ask. We're talking about the average person in Oklahoma here. All right. You have oh. to drop. You have okay. to drop this okay. mindset that okay. people who watch comic book okay. movies read no, comics. You're right. No. All right. I thought you were talking about. No, I'm not talking about the guy. I could general give two, audience. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, general right. audiences here. I could give right. two iotas they of a fuck no of about about comic book sales or anything like that because I don't read no comics. Matt, 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 it's okay. It's going to make upwards of six hundred to seven hundred fifty million dollars. And that's say, and that and that is on the high end for The Rock. To be fair, I, yeah. And, and you can I look say, at the numbers, and I've I backed say, that up multiple times. I say, with, what happens if this movie makes a billion though, Matt? What's going to happen? Good for him. Let's fucking go. Good for him. If it makes I a billion, then he finally found something that he won't quit. You and tell me I'm no. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. That's the whole point. What I no because this is the whole thing. Out. Vin Diesel didn't kick him out. Vin Diesel no. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's got his own issues and whatnot. But The Rock also has his fucking ego, and his ego has pushed him out of a lot of things. There there have been a fair people. Look, The Rock is a charming guy, but he's a stone cold businessman. We've looked at the fact. Oh, look he's at, a hard businessman. Look at the look at if the movie does, if it doesn't make dollars, it don't make sense. Okay, like I honestly thought Hobbs and Shaw was going to crack a billion. I had, I had openly and adamantly said that. I'm like, The Rock, Jason Statham coming off of Fast and Furious Eight. Holy shit, they had great chemistry in Fast and Furious Eight. Um, you know, yeah. that's a total bromance movie. It's going to do wonders. David Leach directing. He's a great action director. And then you get the trailer, and it just looks like it has a color palette of my asshole. 
And it's just like, cause David Leach has gotten better with directing color finally, but like otherwise his earlier stuff is very just monotone in the, in the palette. But the movie, uh, I actually never saw it cause I just was turned off by it. Hobbs and then, and yeah, I was turned off it by was it. Good. I, I want to see it. Fun. I want to, I think, you know what it was, you know what it was, it was. It was a popcorn. Yeah, it was a popcorn movie. I'll tell you this though. I'll tell you this though. For me, it was again the trailer showing like everything in the movie. I hate that shit. Like, so if it's something I'm really excited for, I'll watch the trailer a bunch because I just want to see it. I was really excited for this. And then the trailer, the marketing, they always do this in marketing. It drives me the wall. They did this with Deadpool as well, where they just like oversaturated the marketing. The marketing. Well, 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 but but here's the thing. Again, it correlates because Black Adam, uh, you know, The Rocks very much had to fight to get this movie made, right? Uh, he, you know, he has a personal investment in it, much like Ryan had a personal investment in Deadpool. Um, I mean, Ryan took it a little step further and leaked footage. You know, The Rock didn't have to do such things because the DCU got started uh, and, and so on and so forth. But you know, the, the, there were two different approaches, but the the stories were actually very similar fundamentally, right? So the the rock is, I mean, they have to show a lot so that general audiences know. Okay, this guy is, you know, he's like a Superman, uh, powerful, you know, very 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 strong Superman esque guy who doesn't always play by the rules, right? That's what they're conveying in that trailer. That's all. They didn't give a lot of the story well, away. Well, that trailer was also meant for the general audience who has no yeah. clue who Black tell Adam me, is. Tell me what the story of Black Adam is right now. I couldn't tell you from that trailer. Uh, yeah, I can. Well, well interest well, interests of the character. That's the point. Yeah, the well, we're, like, and we're going to get, we're, I guarantee you we're going to get the story trailer on Saturday. Probably. So, so we're going to get the story trailer, maybe a scene from the movie or something like that. Look, I, I do think the, the rock is going to do his best to market it, but I mean, the, but looking at the overall box office numbers uh, and just, and just looking at it, just, you're, just, you're looking at previous and, and I'm looking, I, I'm right? looking at stuff like, dude, I've been a fan of him in movies since I saw the rundown at a sneak preview in 2003, yeah, September, I 2003. I love the dude, rundown. Dude, I loved walking Gridiron tall. Gang? I loved walking tall. Gridiron gang was really good. Uh, even the Tooth Fairy was a fun movie. Like the Dude, Rock is Tooth a Fairy was fun. The The Rock is an entertaining actor who is better than the roles he puts himself in now. I mean, the last few years he's just been phoning it in. He really Red Notice was massive. Black fun Adam movie. is more his Dude. type of role than you could ever realize. I think Black Adam is the kind of movie he thinks is his kind of role. But no, I think not that, thinks. No, 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 not thinks. No, is. Here's no, the thing. I, Maybe The Rock 10 years ago, I would have granted you that. But no. now it's all going to be market tested. It's all going to be. Uh, Listen, uh, done. I don't disagree with you, Matt. I know where you're going. Keep going. I think, I think Matt needs to get a rock bottom. And I think he needs no, to but, uh, know his role. No, and no, shut no, no, no. his mouth. Wait, that sounded like real sexual. I need to get like a rocked bottom. No, yeah. but the, Matt is bringing up a valid point, actually. Because The Rock has changed as an actor from you know, eight years ago to now. Uh, he is a more comedic and lighthearted, like, big, tough guy. You know, like, look at Baywatch. Look at um, uh, the Kevin Hart, you know, whenever he's in a movie yeah, with Kevin comedies, Hart. Though, yeah. I know, I know, but think about it like that, right? Now, you know, he's become that guy. 
And now we throw him in that role of Black Adam, who is very much this very dark and sinister, but sympathetic in some ways, like this character who's very complex. And The Rock, to the to, to date, has not played a character who's too complex. You know? Maybe that all changes with this movie, though. No, and it no, could. no, it could. It's not. It could. It's, it's not, dude. Did you watch why Jungle are you Book? Running it off, did you why watch? You... Sorry, did you watch Jungle Cruise? Same director, same I pissy yellow like filter. Writer, it's a different I like writer, Jungle Cruise. That doesn't, dude. That, okay, okay. Let us, let us, let us have. Okay, are let's you have an honest Jungle Cruise hold, to a hold, Black Adam movie. Oh my god, hold the fuck on and let me fucking talk. All right. Here's the thing. We know when it comes to writing, what it is is a skeletal structure goes into the actual production. There's a movie you write, the movie you shoot, and the movie you edit. Oftentimes, the movie gets rewritten by the producer, the director, and the talent while they're on set. The writer is sometimes brought in. In fact, in the case of Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds had to pay money out of his own pocket to bring Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese to set in order to work on daily rewrites. That doesn't always happen, where what you get written is the story that you get seen. We know that the Joker even said, right? Zazie Beats was like, we were rewriting scenes every night uh, in between filming and I, everything else. I, this, but this, hold on, to- hold on, hold on. I'm not done yet. When this always happens in these movies, you can look to see about the director and his influence on the overall story. Was Jungle Cruise a fun movie? Yes. But was The Rock just playing The Rock? A 400-year version of The Rock, but the 400-year-old version of The Rock, nonetheless. It's just still Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He doesn't change. This is not... A critic, this is not even like calling the guy out, but his, his choices are just, I'm playing myself, and that's it. Even Schwarzenegger had better range. Stallone had better range. Stallone still has better fucking range. Rambo Last Blood, for all of its imperfections, still had more acting range from a near 70-year-old than The Rock does now. And the thing is, The Rock is capable of so much more. Sounds like you'd rather see lazy. Rock in a more dramatic role than an he, action role. I would, rather see, I would love to see him actually try. That's the thing. But where we are hey, right now is that. laziness. Did you watch Red Notice? Lazy. Listen, lazy I, movie. I liked Red Notice. Though. It was fine, but come on, let's go back to it. What what stands out? What stands out to me were the tech that were, were like the, the inside drone filmmaking from the opening of the movie. That was a well shot sequence. That was a lot yeah, of fun. But the dialogue, really Ryan Reynolds essentially playing just Ryan Reynolds once again. I yeah. mean, come on. Where these actors are so in a place the right only- now. The only person who was playing a role was Gal. And she did really good. It was her best acting to date. Yeah, it was her. It best really was. It was her best, you know, and it, that yeah. twist at the end got me. I didn't see that coming and I really it, liked yep, it. Yep, yep. Right. And then I'm like, great, now we can go into the next one. But there was no central bad guy in Red Notice. And even like there was so much use of CG that was visible. I mean, the, like, yeah, the thing there is, were like, some moments that were. There was rough. moments in these movies that he's a producer on, that his company oversees, and that it's like this is something he's actively engaged in. But if something doesn't work, he cuts and runs. If Jumanji 1 didn't pull in the 970 million that it did worldwide, we wouldn't have done Jumanji. Jumanji 2, which did earn considerably less than the first Jumanji. Still a fair amount of money, still technically profitable, but still less. All right. And even I saw Rodney talk about The Rock in 2019 had two of the highest grossing films outside of Disney. Yeah, one was Jumanji and one was Hobbs and Shaw. Both both parts of franchises. franchises. Exactly. That is the point I make. The Rock, when he stars in something himself... It does not pull in as much. Now, I know this one will have Henry, uh, you know, Pierce Brosnan, whom I love, but uh, Pierce Brosnan does not put butts in seats like he used to. 
No, not older not, not moviegoers like though. No, movie older moviegoers are again not gonna fucking again, care. But again, let's let's now let's turn the conversation. If we get an announcement that Henry Cavill is in in the in, you know in a post credits or is even if they just say Superman is coming back, they're not gonna tell us when. But maybe The Rock introduces them. And it gives you the implication that maybe Superman shows up in Black Adam. I think that boosts this movie past 750, maybe to 800, uh, 800,000 worldwide. Um, I'm, okay, so again, I have a hot take on this one. What uh, is the uh, guys? What do you think of the comments? What What do you think if if Henry Cavill were to appear and word of mouth spread? Uh, to the to the Snyder fans, because you know the Snyder fans will go out. You know the haters are going to go out. You know all these people are going to go out to see this movie. You know we've seen it even with Venom. People went out to see the spike after word of mouth that Spider Man was in the post credit sequence. I think we can see a similar situation happen. Um, what do you guys think, though? Arte? Sorry. It- it cut out for me for a second, so I didn't hear the last part of that question. So what do you guys think that if they if the uh, announcement happened at San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con that the uh, Superman is back, Henry Cavill's back as Superman, they don't tell us when, but The Rock uh, and Danny Garcia announce, uh, you know, announce him, right? They're the ones who bring him on stage. The implication would be that he might be in Black Adam. So people would go see Black Adam knowing they might get to see Superman. Like that would bring in a whole nother set of audience because the haters would go. The the you know the the Snyders would the Snyder fans would go. The regular general audience would go because it's the rock and you know it's a fun movie. Uh it's a superhero movie. Like if Superman is if, if the implication is there I think this movie gets eight hundred thousand. What do you guys think the box office would be? Yeah, I think eight hundred thousand would be okay. Eight hundred yeah. million would be better, but eight hundred thousand would be okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you know oh, oh, you, yeah, you're an oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what's really I, funny about that, by the way, is uh, when I'm Red sorry. Notice when Red Notice went to cinemas for two weeks. I meant million, the movie I'm didn't sorry. even make four hundred thousand dollars theatrically yeah, with The Rock guys. pushing it. But Zack, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead did near 800000 in its first weekend because the Snyder fans showed up in mass to go see it in theaters. Yeah, I'm talking, I, I'm talking $800 million worldwide. I'm sorry. I was saying thousand for some reason. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. I sound like an idiot. No, uh, no. I just, I just took the moment no, no, to be no, a little they, bit no, of a dick. No, seriously. I love I, – I, if I'm saying – yeah. But I, so seven, eight hundred, uh, $800 million, that range worldwide – um, I think could be possible. Um, so, I mean, I'd be curious to what, so Jarba, you think that range? I think- well, well, let me, let me, so, so here's, here's the thing, right? Is, um, I second movie. What, what's that movie? What's what second movie? What are the they sequel, talking about? The sequel would be a billion. A Black Adam sequel? A Black Adam even, movie with Superman. Even, yeah, we can't even talk that, about that yet. Well, I know it's just the idea. What are you talking about? Red Notice is up against Black Widow that weekend. Red Notice released in November. Black Widow came out in June. The fuck are you smoking, Rodney? Maybe they meant Eternals. Maybe you meant Eternals. That might be more accurate. Wait, yeah. and, Red but Eternals. Notice, Red, no- Red Notice didn't go up against anything, guys. 
It, well, I think it came no, out the no, week, no. the same no. week of Eternals let's, or something. No, no, let's face it, right? Let's face it. Black Widow was in theaters, right? Wait, did Red Notice go to theaters? Uh, it well, he, yeah, it was. It was. He means. He means Eternals. No, I know, but I'm, I'm saying, he means. He means Eternals, Eter- and not Black Widow. I know, but it doesn't matter. Uh, not I, close enough. What do you no, mean? No, no. They're two different fucking movies. It, it, no, no, Rodney. Saying, for my argument, it doesn't matter. Uh, was did Red Notice go to theaters? Yes, was it a limited very release? limited run. It, it was. was but All right, so so let let's say let's call it just Netflix, right? Let's we'll just talk about Netflix. Red Notice didn't go up against Black Widow. It didn't go up against Eternals. It didn't go up against any of those. You know why? Because it was on fucking streaming. And you could go see Black Widow and then come home and watch Red Notice. I know a lot of people that, that do. Like, no, that's not going to stop anyone from watching Red Notice on Netflix. I mean, Red Notice got a lot of views. Yeah. So, so that, that whole putting it up against each other only works if it's theater to theater. That's it. When it when streaming's involved What I what I'm talking about though is I'm I'm you, what I'm ultimately the point I'm trying to get to here is for the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, for the highest paid actor in the world, for for a top tier triple A list powerhouse movie star like The Rock, in air quotes I'm saying that by the way, couldn't even muster for enough money for Netflix to comfortably report it to the trades when they've had when they've done it before for the other what films that mean? they've released. I, I'm, See, I'm that's confused. the thing. You guys keep cutting me off as I'm trying to talk about this stuff. I know, I know. There, there, there's history here and there's facts here. Okay. I'm confused on what. All right. What so this, this was that you okay, said? Okay. Well, I have to go back then, really quickly. So, I'm sorry. All right, Mark. You are the only one who's allowed to talk. All right. Just give me like 30 seconds on this one. So go all back right. to May of 2021. Okay, Army of the Dead comes to net comes to Cinemark. That was meant to be a limited deal at the time. The success of Army of the Dead at Cinemark co- prompted Netflix and Cinemark to uh, to sign an exclusive theatrical release deal. The movies would come out roughly one week or so before they drop on uh, Netflix, giving them a little bit of run for theatrical. What that does is it allows a general audience to go and see it early on the big screen. It also allows the movies to qualify for uh, award seasons, right? So they, if they want to run for Oscars or whatever the fuck, uh, they can do that. That's four-walling it. allows them to do it. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead pulled in roughly, I think it was like $781,000. I could be wrong, but I remember it being around that number during its opening weekend. Uh, it's, it had a two-week limited run, but that was its opening weekend. It was everyone rushed out to go see it. So The Rock, being as popular, as powerful, as 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 you know as amazing as he is everybody wants to just like you know suckle at the nectar of life from the tip of his dick uh he couldn't even muster enough money by pushing it on to his audience to even get net because it was so little netflix opted to not even report it to not even to not even report how bad the movie performed theatrically it did well on netflix but when they put it in theaters it did shit but Zack snyder did very well. Expect Rebel Moon to have actually a relatively decent theatrical presence, in my opinion. But that's what I'm trying to get to. It's just like the man has uh, a, a fans, okay. Okay. but like he can't mobilize them in the way that would work out the best. Okay, uh, that's all it is. I don't hate the guy, but I'm critical of the business. Understood. Understood. Because, Understood. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm just like it's been a long day. 
No, 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 no. It makes sense, though. Someone woke up on the wrong side. No, someone is finally getting antidepressants back in his system, and so it's starting to mellow myself out, but it's not all the way there yet. Oh, yeah, Uh, I took mine, too. It took, well, it took me, it's like I was going to go driving, but I got dizzy today. I just didn't go driving, so I'm like, all right, I'll just go. I had to take a Xanax today because I was so anxious about, there was so much shit happening, and I'm prescribed them for very, you know, as needed, and I take, I take one, maybe once every two months. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, today I got to that point where like something was happening and uh, yeah, it was, it was scary, Shit. but uh, I'm here and obviously I'm fine and I'm doing good now. But uh, like when you were telling me you were out of your meds, I was like, I, I, I was, you know, I, I felt for you like I, that, that feeling. Cause like, I know what you were, you were feeling that withdrawal it's yeah. terrible. It's, it's it was terrible. yeah. It was just like it impacts me because you don't really know. It does because it's not like a constant. It's it a body. It's, a, it's like in your yeah. bones. It's in yeah. your bones. You feel? And I felt it, like drunk, but like yeah, but yeah. like the worst kind of drunk. But I was sober. Yeah, and, and I haven't had. I tell you this: in the last three years, I've had one sip of alcohol in three years. Right. I just don't. I don't really. I'm not in a position to. Drink. I, I'm not against drinking, but I just don't put. I just. I'm not. I've just not been in a position to drink. You know outside of like sampling a beer. I just don't drink. And um and I haven't smoked weed either, which I probably should. But, you know, it's just I, like I just dude, I just started um using it again medically. Um and it is totally dra- it's drastically changed my mood consistently to where I want to be an like a all-around nicer person. I swear. Like <laughs> I just want to love. You just really want to love. That's yeah, good, I really do. I so really why do. don't we why don't we love on laughing at people? Um yeah. and uh, I want I wanted to say this real quick that Momo and said Chad is actually pretty funny. The rock cut off Jarbo on I five back in the day, and that's why Jarbo hates the rock. Ah! <laughs> no, there's I mean I think I'll, I'll, I'll tell actually I'll tell you this. I can probably tell you guys what where my animosity comes from. Wait, one All right. second. Yeah, good. William Powell, thank you so much for the two dollar super chat board for support, guys. Um you know, send super chats for support, become members, uh, support the channel. Uh, it goes a long way, truly. Uh, like you have no idea. Uh, these guys know how expensive, you know, it is, uh, especially Jarbo because Jarbo has a similar, uh, thing going on that I do where he builds, built a studio, uh, or like, or a place where he can do, uh, these kind of videos. Uh, all this stuff costs money. Uh, and, and, you know, getting that reward from from you guys is is it's it means the world. So you know, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it's yeah. always good to to, to support uh, creators, um, especially even ones right... that you like to hear over and over. Well, yeah, know? there's there's that, but it's also we're in a place just in regards to like with you know, dude. Even understand... if it's a dollar, two dollars, yeah, that's it like, does help. It adds fine. up. It adds up real quick. Yeah, it can yeah. help out. Um, so the rock cut off Jarbo on I five. So where the uh, let's get back to the 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 topic in hand here. Um, so Zack Snyder uh, is obviously you know we Jarbo has has implicated Zach and and Ray Fisher working together. Um, <laughs> so, it's so ominous on on the you know with the Rolling Stone article that came out. Um, you know. This, ex, you know, fake accounts fueled the Snyder Cut. All of this led to uh, Ray Fisher responding, um, you know, saying that 
you know, the, the Rolling Stone lawyers finally, you know, the legal contrast. I don't, what's going on here? I don't get what's happening. Can anyone what, explain it? Uh, with like, um, what's, what's Ray pointing out? Oh, with that, with this tweet thread, um, yeah. it's a, it's about the wording, right? So yeah, the they had sent, the yeah, they had sent him, um, totally could watch you do that. That's great. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you kind of hide behind the picture. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that out. Motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, I appreciate uh, you trying to be sneaky with it, though. That's that was great. I was. I was. I was trying. I thought it was full screen, motherfuckers. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, t- daddy's going daddy's gonna to feel good, you know? It's j- it's legal in Massachusetts. Yeah, it's legal um, in Washington. It's, and, and it's, in it's legal house. in a lot legal of places. Most, yeah. Most yeah. Hopefully states. soon it will be decriminalized federally, and then that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, that's um, the real problem. That's why I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck. Cause like my job, yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah. Oh no, it's all good. This is you know, like uh, I always get paranoid about like working because like I don't want to get the drug test, the PP test. Um, but anyway, so this whole thing is that um, they originally had said in the article that Fisher declined to comment, and then Fisher got all butthurt about that and was all like, "No, I didn't decline," uh, which is true. He never actually he 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 pretended like he never saw the message. That was like the first implication. It wasn't that he never responded. Is that he's almost acting like he never got the message itself. And that was where the EIC of Rolling Stone came in. Like, no, here's our letters that we sent to you. And then he and then uh, Ray tried to bring out like, oh, well, you guys clipped out this little one sentence here that talked about like a deadline, even though that's like because and again, that was like an off by an hour sort of thing or whatever. It's again, it's all minimal shit. It's all minimal shit. It's petty. So I guess it's Ray contacted petty. his attorney who contacted uh, Rolling Stone and they opted to just update the article. And then Ray's out there going like, well, I had to call my lawyers on you. And like, who f- over a fucking like a little like, dispute? Like, whatever, man. Like, who gives a shit? Like, it's not the end of the fucking world. Quit being a baby. Ray and always it, and, goes to the lawyers. Well, I mean, he. I understand. I oh, understand. shit. Where'd Jarbo go? I mean, uh, where uh, Oh, he's going over. He's he's got a simp for Saggy. That's what's going on. Uh, he's going to Saggy's house. Henry asks, "Why aren't you guys at SDCC?" Because uh, I've been enough times, and I just didn't really feel oh, like spending the money. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm going to uh, Springfield Comic Con. Uh, I'll be live from Springfield Comic Con. Um, you know, throughout the day, uh, it's gonna be really fun. But uh, you know, I I urge everybody to check it out. Um, because it's going to be really fun. But, uh, you know, Jarbo, what are you, uh, what are you hoping to see from Comic-Con's, you know, panels? Uh, what did you think of House of the Dragon? I, you know, I haven't seen that new trailer yet. Yesterday, uh, I, yesterday I was not in the right space to watch something like that. I think, well. Do you want to watch I, it? Uh, yeah, if you want, man. I don't want you getting in trouble or nothing because they're going to probably claim it. Um. That's it. That's I don't know if that's if you, if I already you want. disputed it earlier. Oh, okay, cool. So, uh, how is it? Does it look good, dude? It is so fucking good, Matt. It is unreal. Like when I'm when I, I'm not joking when I say that. I mean, Game of Thrones was already a beautiful show. Like at you know centrally, like it was always very the quality of Game of Thrones was always 
like, you know, top notch. And they dialed it in for this uh, for this show. And at least from what they're showing us in the in the trailer, it's so gorgeous. Um, so let's get this playing uh, in the 4K one. Uh, where am I? Let me know if you can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it. You can? Yeah. How can you hear it? Because I can hear it. The tree. I can't hear it. It was clearer than a memory. And I heard the sound of thundering arms, splintering shields, and ringing swords. And I placed my air upon the iron throne. And all the dragons roared as one. Consider the matter, Argent. That of your succession. Well, who else would have a claim? The firstborn child. Rhaenyra. No queen has ever sat the Iron Throne. The king has an heir, Daemon Targaryen. I will not be made. It looks to so good, my brother dude. and my daughter. Oh my so succession will be challenged. So you can hear this right now? Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah. I'm blown away. I can't fucking hear it at all. You are the king. Your duty is to take a new wife. I have decided to name a new heir. I'm your heir. He's a foot. Do you think the realm will ever accept me as their queen? A woman would not inherit the Iron Throne. Because that is the order of things. When I'm queen, I will create a new order. Oh, there it is. Your family has dragons. Yeah, power men should never have trifled with. If Rhaenyra comes into power, she can cut off any challenge to her succession. I am to inherit the Iron Throne. She will block my way. Our hearts remain as one. Oh, our hearts are never one. baby tell yeah, me that, that looks that look looks really amazing. good that looks really good yeah like the cinematography in that is unreal unreal some of the hand-to-hand -hand combat that you see or or sword to sword combat if you will um is just downright fucking spectacular i cannot wait um in uh so what comic-con's doing the ring of power thing too right uh, yeah, there's a panel, I think, Saturday or tomorrow in Hall H. Yeah, so, so what do you think we're going to get out of the Ring of Power? So do you think we're going to get a full-length trailer or just a teaser? Uh, well, we that was the trailer that we got, so they released it early. Um, the Wait, show what? comes out... What? It's already out? No, that, the teaser, the trailer that you just showed, that was what they just released yesterday. So whatever they show no, off at the... I'm talking about the Ring of Power for... Um... Oh, I'm sorry. House of the Dragon, Ring of Power. I get it all fucking mixed together. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I no, switched. I think 
Yeah, you switched what we're talking about. How? Yeah. 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 So House um, of the Dragon, we already know it has a. So it's getting a panel. We're gonna learn a little bit more yeah. uh, about uh, you know the Targaryen dynasty and um, you know just what leads up to because uh, this show is gonna lead into and and potentially uh, they might talk and hint or even um, suggest about more um, stories like a Jon Snow uh, solo uh, uh, series, which you know doesn't make sense to me because. I don't know if you guys remember, but Kit Harrington was like super depressed after finishing Game of Thrones. So uh, I don't know how quick he would be to jump back into it. I, I just don't know. Um, when that report came out, it seemed sketchy to me, but uh, I, I don't know. So there could be, I know there's more Game of Thrones content being developed. It's just like, we don't know what it is yet. So, um, but Ring of Power, uh, do, what do you, do you think we're going to get, we're going to get a teaser? Uh, for, well, for ring of power, we're, we're going to get a full on, if we haven't already gotten a new trailer, I think there might've been some kind of teaser put out or sizzle or something, but I think they're going to give us a, a, well, the, the, the panel itself is long. I think like an hour and a half and, uh, or an hour 15, it's a long panel, which means they're going to be bringing out the cast and there's probably a lot of cast members. So they're going to be bringing those guys out and then they're going to go and do all of the simple i hate the questionnaires at comic-con right it all depends on who the moderator is if you have a good moderator yeah the moderator can really make the, the moderator panel a lot sets of fun the tone yeah like chris, you know, however you feel like chris hardwick he's as far, great he's his moderation abilities are amazing he's amazing like he's an ama- you are so downright spot on one of the well i'll tell you one of the best ones i was there for um this was a couple years ago uh, it was, I think it was 2017, maybe. No, no, no. Tw- uh, I forget. I got, you got to go find it. But it was the 20th anniversary of South Park. And uh, in Hall H for like an hour, Chris Hardwick interviewed Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Really? Uh, I think I just lost you for a sec. Am I back now? Yeah, you're back. Okay. Sorry, it wasn't say that uh just Comic-Con a couple years ago, 20th anniversary panel, South Park. Chris Hardwick interviewing Trey Parker and Matt Stone for an hour. Oh my god, it's like amazing. It was it was amazing, right? And then like they had um the Star Trek 50th anniversary panel I was there for, and like Brian Fuller who is a showrunner for a bunch of shows. Uh, you know, like I think it was a Pushing Daisies, Hannibal. Uh he he was the guy originally set to do Star Trek Discovery. Um, and then he was hosting this panel and like the panel sucked because like, it was just stupid. He couldn't run it very well. Cause he's, he's, you know, he's like a creative, not talent. Right. And so, but like, thankfully you had like, you know, 80 something year old William Shatner who was just like, fuck it. Let's yeah. just have fun. And then yeah. like, you know, um, and then, but it was so weird though. Cause it was like, it was William Shatner. It was, uh, uh, Brent Spiner. Uh, Michael Dorn and I think like uh, Jerry Ryan and there was maybe one other person that was there but it was really just like it, what felt like new generation and a, like one Voyager person you know but like or next generation but it was like Star only Trek, vo- the Star Trek shit gets crazy because like dude there's so many shows on Discovery now I can't even keep track of it uh, well, yeah, you've got four seasons of Discovery. You've got Strange New World. You've got Star Trek Lower Decks, which is coming into its third season. 
And that's the animated one that's from, I think, like more of a Rick and Morty type there's perspective. There's so many. It's but, like it, it, there's always something Star Trek going on. It's like and it, I, it's so hard to follow for me. Um, and, and I would love to get into it, but uh, it's just it's so much. One of the so well, much. one of the biggest issues with that has a lot to do, I believe, with um, how uh, there's a lot of hatred for the new Star Trek. Right. It's it's primed on on social media to be hated on. And and that, of course, the same with Game of Thrones, like this is the thing I'm not looking forward to with House of the Dragon is like House of the Dragon or Game of Thrones season eight, whatever you feel about it. People like Nerdrotic and Doomcock and Jeremy dude, from Geeks and Gamers, they write, they, they just they ran it into the ground. D- dude, didn't they make a living off of uh, Game of Thrones? That is how they made the predominant. Yeah, that's how they made the most of their that's their biggest channel growths came out of attacking that, which means that the same people like and this is my biggest complaint with like red letter media. You know, all these I know. Oh, I lost red him. letter media. God damn it. How am know. I back? Yeah. What's going on here, man? Fucking this is dude. I'm not giving StreamYard another 500 bucks. I'll tell you that. I'm so tired of this. Um, it happens on my shit all the time. I have a like, you know, 400 megabytes down, like 100 megabytes up. And it's all like chug, 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 chug. Yeah, I have a, a you're hardwired, right? No, I'm wireless, but I'm right next to the modem. It's just through the wall. Okay. Um, yeah, I, mean, I know. Have you thought about hardwiring because yeah, it's with, no well, matter what, hardwiring is always going to be better. Oh no, I, I completely agree. I completely agree with you. It's uh, yeah. it's not that I don't want to. It's that do it's. You, do you use an audio box or a, a USB microphone? Uh, no, I use this is XLR. I mean, but it's plugged in through. It's it's uh, I use um. So I have the Shure SMB7, which is why okay. my voice sounds amazing. Yeah, I have Shure. Shure's I great. Mean, I've, I have I have a Shure. I have Shure's and Samson's. Those are the only two microphones I'll use. Uh, Samson and Shure. I have um, a bunch of Rode, and they're okay. Rodes are good. Um, I it's like have, mobile. I have, yeah, I have I have Rode. Uh, uh, I use those for my DSLR attachments. Yeah, yeah, those are okay for that. But if you're looking yeah. for anything like uh, to like stream from, I, I would if, the lowest end model I'd recommend is a Blue Yeti. That's like the lowest end. Yeah, uh, I've had this one now for about four years, and I love it. Um, and then I had to get uh, the Shure MV1, which is a little. This is really funny. It's a it's a portable. Uh, it's the little one, right? It's the little one. It's but it can it's plug a, into your cell phone. It's a little black one, right? Well, mine's mine's silver and and black, but it's it's it could they could I've have seen had it updated. before. Yeah, but it was only like hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, and it's dude, like, they're dope. But it plugs Did into you, your phone. Oh, you yeah, you didn't see the thing I got yet. Oh man, I want to. Sh- I there's so many things I want to show you. Uh, that I got for Comic Con because you know we're gonna have to be doing mobile. Um, uh, yeah, can I let me let me can I give you some advice on that right now? Yeah, do don't over prepare. What do you mean? It, what I mean by that is it, okay, like when it comes to going to doing anything mobile from Comic Con, you have to take into account what you're not gonna have access to, and okay. this is what I've learned. So, for one, uh, uh electrical outlets to charge your shit probably not going to be able to find very easily unless you have to like leave what you're doing to go to a specific place. Okay. Uh, and that is unless you're locked down at a location. I don't know what you have, but for mobile filming, uh, having, you know, uh, a battery charger is going to be a good thing, but don't rely on it. Cause you most likely won't be able to get away for a long enough period of time. Right. To charge it, right. Right. 
But then if it comes to live streaming, you're, then you're at the you're going to be using either the convention Wi-Fi, which is terrible, or I have your, my portable Wi-Fi. Sure, but a, that still ties into your cellular signal. It does. Uh, which, it does. Which, when you're in a mass crowd like that of of several thousand can't people, be interrupted. It can easily be like that's the thing with anyone doing a live stream out of Hall H. And 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 people can jump onto it if because mine's mine's T-Mobile, so. If you're on the T-Mobile network, other people that are using the T-Mobile network, it 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 creates a larger signal, much like uh, Xfinity's yeah. hotspot. So I have yeah, I have T-Mobile. Yeah. Um, so, um it's gonna it that's that's the stuff that's gonna get dicey. Um, but most of the stuff that we're doing is going to be pre-recorded, but for some of it, we're going live. Um, yeah, and- I would say if you're going to go live, try to park yourself as close to being outside as humanly possible. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, I'm an over, I'm an over preparer, and uh, you're right. I, I need to slow it down uh, because I want to go at this. I, I want to make a good. So basically, what I'm doing is I am going to make a quote unquote documentary style thing about our trip. Because it's me and Saggy. So, like, you know, it's just going to be funny, right? So, I'm going to document, like, I'm going to do a documentary style about behind the scenes of it. But then I'm also going to shoot, like, the actual convention, our, our live podcast, our interviews with cosplayers and all that. I'll do all that, like, actual work. And then, but there'll also be this, like, behind the scenes. Uh, documentary style of it and it's going to be really cool and i can't wait to do it uh it's like it's my first like real endeavor into it so i've been i've been really like getting into it and uh uh i mean i i got the drone everything and it's it's going to be really fun well can i uh can i share share with you something similar yeah, to that? Yeah, it was please. like it was it was my uh this was my first attempt at something like this um so uh if you bring it up on the screen um, so this is, and I don't know why the last of us, <laughs> it's like the background for this. Um, uh, but, uh, this is called E3 from the outside in, right? This is my little, okay. uh, I was in film school. I needed to shoot a documentary very similar to what you're talking about. So I took two cameras and three friends and we went to LA for three days to attend E3 and okay. just and that's dope. This is, and then I had to bring, and then we had to edit. Just uh, watch, like the, it's it's bad, but I'll just give you an idea for things to like keep an eye out for. It's, this is like 2006. It's terrible. Video games. For uh, years, there were no or something. Only the impot- You can't see anything. Can you roll it back? Yeah, it's back up now. There was it was a little dark, but uh, I can see it on your stream just fine. All right. Can you just not see anything? No, no, no. We're uh, not go back to where we were before. The, oh. you you can yeah I I I I, I see where we were right okay. there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a little bit of an intro that I did. Yeah, just, For just years, pull, they were yeah. known as something only the unpopular kids would play. 
But as technology advanced, so did society's acceptance of this once taboo form of entertainment. <laughs> to help with the ever-growing video game fan base, a convention was created to showcase the latest and the greatest the industry has to offer. The Electronics Entertainment Exposition, or E3 as it is known to the gaming realm, is oh, the largest convention of its kind in the entire world. Yeah. That was a good shot. Every May, the city of Los Angeles prepares its convention center for the... By the way, I edited this on uh, Adobe Premiere CS3. No way. So everything was shot with a mini DV camcorder. We took my... Like like a handheld, right? A handheld. I had two of them. I borrowed one. I had one and my friend had an identical one. So I borrowed his. We hugged... We brought my entire PC to our hotel. I'm talking my my tower. Yeah, because guys, back in the day, the computer didn't fucking it. Your Mac wasn't all in one. Yeah, right? you had to. I had to capture power, everything. Yeah, with FireWire, um, and that was a one to one capture. So you whatever. So what it was is it plays it. So what you're watching here is playing off the tape, and the computer is capturing what uh, what was what was recorded. Right, and right, and then right, right. yeah, so and I would sit there in the room. Uh, and chain cutting, smoke, cutting it so cutting much harder, it, cutting it, trying to cut it together, trying to capture it, and look at what I had. But yeah, just this, like we wait till you see me. By the way, this is 2006. Matt, get this is get hilarious. Get ready. This get is ready. Exclusive. Is, 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 sure. Exclusive. This is from uh, what? How, how long ago? 16. That's so. What? The, yeah, 2022. How long ago was that? 16 years ago. 14, what yeah, year yeah, 16, year, 2006. Year? Yeah, it was 16 years ago. Uh, it's a long time. Let's see. Every day onslaught of the hottest games, gizmos, and girls. <laughs> to get an outsider's opinion of the convention, we sent a team of amateur filmmakers into E3 to see firsthand what it's all about. Ah! I can't wait to meet the team. I love the music choice. That's my best friend, Mark. Yeah, he's in your other movie. Yeah, yes, that's Jeff. Oh, Noah. <laughs> Look at that. Pause that. Yes. Matt Jarbo. Jarbo, you look like a completely different fucking person right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. This is you this is 24. I was years 24 old? when oh I, when we did this. God. Yeah, Exclusive. I was I was uh uh growing my hair out for a while. I grew so it like This is wild Matt Jarbo. This is old. Yeah, this is like this is in two, I was still in film school. Were you trolling uh, at this time? Uh no 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 I wasn't like I was actually trying to be serious on shit you see I'm wearing you see the shirt right there I'm wearing it's a Bethesda T-shirt it's for Oblivion right which had just come out that year but I got that T-shirt in E3 the year before and I believe it or not I still have the shirt and it's still one it's still in my sleep shirt like uh, rotation rotation so it's like I've had that shirt like for 17 years now and I still wear it uh, because because I just love fucking Oblivion. Um, but yeah, so so this, this, this just it's so bad. Twenty first century killing machine burned on the inside of five hundred and eighteen. Now I'm not. All right, so it's day one. 
Look at the hair. Okay, hair is so bad. That's the that is the so we're looking at the floor plans of, of no, E3. No, who's in the the shotgun? Uh, that's me. That's you in the. That's the me. Yeah. No way. Yeah, look, dude, like, look again. It should show the me again. Bowl cuts? Yeah. Well, I was growing my hair out. Like oh I had started, God, I'd been man. growing my hair out and like so buzzing it on the side. This is awesome. It's uh, I, it's pretty yeah, bad. I yeah, it, I yeah, it was now. bad back then. Hit, yeah. yeah, you can hit play. Right. Plan of our attack, so we can plan our attack on the show. As you can tell, it's pretty, pretty freaking huge. So, uh, it doesn't so sound already, uh, like you. Uh, media registration line. Uh, I really hope I have all the controls that we need. I'm slightly afraid because I forgot to get a letter from the editor. So that this doesn't is- sound like you at all. Uh, it's definitely, it's definitely me. I mean, then again, we're oh, using, I, know. I, I get it. It's yeah, but we're, you, but we're using audio. Like the microphones are from the little Sony yeah, DV yeah, cam. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're shit. They're the old, they, they only picked up like the, uh, the certain. Yeah. Uh, right. Range. Yeah. But well, everyone sound like you ever, you ever hear the, uh, the old military generals talk. Yeah. Yeah. How kind they of, all sounded the same. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's the, the same ca- thing it's the cadence yeah yeah it's the cadence of it. uh but the, um, the so. funny thing with with this shot though right here is so when so back in the day um i always had a weird how i i got i've gone to e3 multiple times uh and and i was working with it with a website at the time i was wearing the shirt uh, it, was, it was called game dreams with a z instead of an s and uh but my friends didn't work there and so i had to uh find a way to get them in and so I wrote reviews for video games. I wrote reviews on company letterhead, assigned one to each of them, printed out fake business cards, one for each of them. And I just got to get them in just to get them in. And here is where you, what it is, is what I did is I didn't pre, I pre-registered, but I never completed the, uh, the application, meaning like I never sent in my credentials, right? You right. know how, so what I would always do is, is then I would travel up there and I would go to their registration booth. I'd already be in the system and all they needed to see were the credentials. So I would just hand them these reviews on company letterhead and they would go, Oh, okay, cool. And right, just right, give me a right. badge and let me in. Back in the day, they didn't, they, they, there was no like registry and all that. Like, you know, th- there was no way to verify it. It was just like, Oh, I, this is on letterhead. You know, it's legit. All right. Yeah. He's pressed. Let him in. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh. And, and so they would like this. So here I was definitely nervous because, you know, we were trying to like figure it out and get it through. Uh, this lady was a little bit, she was a little bit, what's the word I want to use here? Um, uh, she was a little suspicious, a little, a little suspicious, I think. Right. But, uh, but yeah, but I, I, you know, obviously we got in. See, she's bitching about being organized. All things considered, we were pretty fucking organized. It was just here's the reviews, here's our business card, here's our driver's license, here's a letter from the editor, and here's and and here's the business license for the website. That's all they fucking needed. She was just being like super whatever with it c-wordy yeah well i don't know you know it's it was right when it opened up and whatever so they might have had uh, trust me i've got a story from 2010 that that is just crazy 
uh, dealing with these people, but I get it. So anyway, um, yeah. Oh, so yeah, what it was is you had to have a published article within the previous two weeks in order to be able to get in. Oh, okay. and I might have I might have fucked up and I might have not put the dates on there. Now, here's the thing is I didn't like just rip these articles, these, these reviews off of someone else's website. Right. Right. I legitimately wrote the reviews. So yeah. like they were legit. They were just like, but they were meant to be for, uh, you know, they uh, were, I think, they were yeah. written to get in. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, I wasn't trying to like rip anybody off, of, but I was, yeah, I was using it for what I could. Like, I don't know what she's looking for here. I don't really remember. No, like, like she's reading through them. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's all like, uh, shit. You see, like, my old, like, my old city, Lakeside, California. I forgot that was there. Lakeside. Lakeside. Uh, hey, you know the lady who was shot and killed in the insurrection? Yeah. She lived in the same city. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. That's terrible. It's crazy shit. I'm just saying. So, like, so this, small is you, world. this is your press information here? This is like the press info reviewer. Uh, yeah, is adding in like media outlet out there. Yeah. You know, so it's like kind of media outlet. It was uh, gamedreams.com. It was a real website. It's a real website. I'm not even making that up. Like that was actually real. And I'm still super good friends with like the owners. Like I talked to like them yesterday, you know, and stuff. And like one of them just just left working at Activision for the last five years and everything else um and you know so yeah like it's they didn't care they didn't give a shit that they knew what i was doing they didn't care they're like yeah 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 here's a business license here's a letter from us have fun uh just give us some footage i guess whatever you need you know like they didn't give a shit it was the greatest thing good song though But like the PS3 was there. You got to understand, this hadn't come out yet, right? I know this is pre-PlayStation. This is yeah, this is the year leading up to the PS3 uh, and the Wii. Yeah, 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 and the Wii. This was the boom of gaming. You have honestly, you have on document the 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 explosion of video gaming because from PlayStation Two to PlayStation Three is when games changed. They went from being video games to being something else, right? Yeah. To being sporting, to being, you know, all this extra stuff that video games are now. This was really the transition. Wow, this is actually pretty cool. This is, uh, yeah, I mean, I was there for when the, um, uh, in 01, when they had the GameCube and the Xbox that were there, right? 
and everyone wanted to see the GameCube because that was, you know, Nintendo, big new thing. Right. Whereas right. the Xbox yeah. was in like a small booth in the corner. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, story. right. So you it's got like, to play it, right? It, yeah. You so you got to it, play Halo. Yeah, yeah. So like it blew up from there, obviously. But like this was this was like five years after that, and so. Uh, I kind of feel like this was around like the height of E3, like right around this era before it, where it is now is garbage and I'll never, ever, ever go back. Um, but, uh, cause the last time I went was Why? 2013. It's terrible now because everything is behind closed doors. Everything is like, is it doesn't, it just, pay it extra? just a, it, no, it's not pay extra for it. Cause it, it, the thing is like, if you're, if you're press, you go for free. It's like, it's like going to Springfield comic-con you, you're going as press, right? Yeah. Yeah. You went, you got a free badge, right? Yeah. Yeah, like when I go to San Diego Comic Con, I've never paid to get in. I go as oh, press. Okay. Twenty years, almost twenty years time, you know, worth. I've never paid, so, so it's like I could go to San Diego for free. Fuck, hundred percent, dude. You just have to register. You have to register early enough. Yeah. Oh, okay. And like WonderCon and any anything with them, like I, Emerald City Comic Con, I've gone for free. I've, okay. I'll put it to you like this: I've never paid to go to like a comic or gaming. We should convention. go to one together. Uh yeah, if we can figure out, a, we should a, pick one to go together. There's the I we'll want to go. It, we'll cover it together. What I want to go is I really want to do um the uh oh god I'll the, fly to you as well. The, what's the big one in Vegas? Right, the tech one in Vegas. Oh, C two E two right? C two E two. I really want to do C two E two because you're you're into like the UFO shit too, right? Oh, are you, dude, the last time I was in Vegas, right? My girl, I'd rented a car. This is 2016. I'd rented a car. With the with the core intent of driving out to Rachel and going up to the going gate to, to the gate to where I know Rob. I could where I know I could legally get to yeah, the gate. Yeah, Rachel. Ra by the way, Rachel does not like having people there. Oh, I know because, that because Rachel is so small. That's why when when the 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 Area Fifty One like storm the Area Fifty One thing happened, Rachel put out a statement was like, "Do not fucking come here, like don't come here." Because they couldn't handle it. It's it's a town of like 500, right? They can't handle that many people. So uh, they ended up going to a nearby uh, a city. And uh, Jeremy Corbell was there. And they did like some talks. No one ever really... But the, the media reported that there was like 1,000 people. But there was more like like seven to 8,000. But not that many went to the gate. Oh, okay, because I mean, I watched some of the. Well, I was I when that happened, I was watching that unfold online, which is really fucking funny. Yeah, most and, of the people were miles away at at, at, at a they they and instead of storming the gate, they used it as a way of um, doing like an impromptu con. Yeah, kind of, kind of, and everything. There was a there was another one happening, I think, in like Roswell around the same time. Um, but, uh, no, well, I wanted to go out there. I really wanted to go see it. I, I look, I know what I can do out there. I know what I can't do out there. I'll tell you what I really hate. And I know we're a bit off topic, but like what I really hate is that back in the day, uh, when I was, I was, I, I did papers on, on area 51 when I was a junior in high school, really? right? Like that's how far back my interest in area 51 has gone. We're talking, I was a junior in 1998. Right. So it's like back then I didn't have much in, in the way of the internet. Like no Wikipedia, whatever I found was yeah, a lot on conspiracy. Was it was all books and stuff like that. But I'll tell you what I did find. There was this is and I can't get to it anymore. And I should have done it when I had the chance. There was a place you could actually go and you could camp overnight. And as the sun was rising over Groom Lake, you could actually see the base with your own two eyes. Wow. It was it's a place called Tikaboo Peak. 
and uh, it was about like a about and a month. Mi- the and then they I bought heard. the land. They bought the nope. land. That's 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 a classic story. Oh yeah, no, they bought a lot. Well, there was like again, even in 2016, bought, there was that fight yeah, over the land out there. Yeah, they, they just they keep expanding so that you can't see because basically Groom Lake, uh, it, uh, all the mountain range creates uh, like a hidden, like almost valley, uh, uh, and that's where the base is inside. Like uh, you know, the base is, is not not viewable once you're at a certain distance um so it becomes really hard to to see what's happening and you know there's reports that and and this is you know mostly true uh a lot of that base is underground so what we're seeing from the air is is not even close to 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 what the actual base uh could could actually be so uh with that being said though we're probably gonna wrap up uh yeah yeah i mean um if you want i can just show you like like a little here i'll show you i'll show you the other the the other big thing with the um with yeah. e3 and um yeah okay yeah it's almost done it's it's um if you bring it up again so this is towards the end because there was something else that was there um and uh it's uh well let's see hold on there we go i think day two is gonna be good looking over the footage okay. from the uh what we, what we filmed yesterday we got a lot of work ahead of us, but we got a lot of stuff knocked out. Everyone's re- we're quick. You gotta love it. I've got the slick back hair. I've got the ear piercing, right? I've got um, the really shitty looking goatee and clip on sunglasses as I'm smoking while walking through the streets of Los Angeles. Bleh. I was very 2006. Yeah, you were time. so 2006. Yeah, yeah. You were was... you were so nerd 2006. I you know what you know what yeah I'll I'll admit that like. I, I cut I cut it short a few months later, but like yeah, it was. You were uh, the epitome of a nerd in two thousand. Yeah, I look better now. Like I look at myself oh, in the do. mirror now, and I'm like, I'm not bad looking for a forty year old. Twenty four no. me would be pissed. Yeah, he'd be jealous. Yeah, I know because I now weigh less than twenty four me twenty four year old me did. So that's pretty yeah. funny. All right, let's we'll, we'll get into it here. Refreshed, ready to go for the second day. And my main goal today is to see the uh, Nintendo Wii. This is the line. For the Wii. We sped it up, but it was actually four and a half minutes of footage. Yeah, you shouldn't have sped it up like that. Yeah, but we we had to for time. But... Holy fuck! Yeah. Oh, hey, what's going on? So this is the uh, line for the Nintendo Wii. Uh, I'm guessing about a three-hour wait. And it's about 9.20 right now. So we'll be here for a while. It did. It had a five-hour wait just to get in the door. Wow. For the Wii. So you, you waited for five hours? I waited for five hours. But this was the booth. This was the booth on the inside. It's so funny talking about revolutionary weed. Yeah. How much time did you get up there? 
Uh, I only got a couple of seconds. Like, I mean, it took well, us like how another much time. Did they give you up there? Oh, uh, like a few minutes. I think it took us like once we got in, it was another hour to even get to like put our hands on something. And I think the only thing we played was like the baseball game because like everyone wanted to play Legend of Zelda. That was the big one, right. you know. So like we were walking around and getting some shots, but then you know we got the accessories right here. I'll just. You know, let's play this or talking. So we got like the, you know, uh, and then we found we went out to a karaoke bar. Uh, or no, we found karaoke in another one of the halls uh, and just like fucked around for a while. And we ended up like, you know, just like going out, like having a stupid ass fun time. Uh, you know, I got like a Logitech hat on. Right. And then as we're walking right here, uh, my camera guy should be walking into a pole in a second. Oh, like, that's like, fast. That's the best. That's the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just, like, walks into a pole. <laughs> ah! But uh, I'll show you, I'll show you, like, the, like, you know, day three and shit. It's just, like, looking at everything else we get our hands on. I think we found, what like, else metal. Was there? Like, so PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3. That, uh, that was too human. I did, I did check it out. What was, what was being showcased for PS3? Uh, you had, um, what was being showcased? Like, um, I think that was Metal Gear Solid 4. There's Dead or Alive was there. Uh, no, you know. No then, Grand Theft Auto or anything. No Grand Theft Auto that year. I, uh, I will say that at the end of, what was it, what year was it? I want to say 02 when I was there. I saw Gary Busey playing Grand Theft Auto, uh, Vice City. No that way. Was pretty, yeah, he was there with, uh, with Gary Coleman. So, we, yeah, we did our little exit interviews here, which is really kind of stupid. Um. Just like, goddamn! Look at that! Look at that absolute chud! Fucking so bad! Uh, but then at the end here, we did we did the stupid walking away thing. Look at this, right? Aww! And then, ah! <laughs> you guys are so lame. <laughs> even again, even Jarbo. calling it directed by Jarbo, like that was the that was you know even what I went by in college. Why wouldn't you just use your full name, you weirdo? Because uh, a, a lot of other people, like, know, know me as that. Again, oh, in San Diego, I'm, in San Diego, I'm known as Jarbo. Like, literally, I don't even, for a while, I couldn't go anywhere without running into someone who I knew. And uh, and that was even a running gag amongst my friends. Like, I'll tell you, we, uh, uh, you ever hear of, uh, of a band called Foxborough Hot Tubs? No. It's a surfer punk band. And I'm not kidding you when I say this. It's Green Day. Oh, it was their little side project that they were doing uh, back in like 09 or 07. Somewhere. It was back in the time. Right. Well, they were doing a tour and uh, they were coming to San Diego and they were going to a small club with like 400 people. And word got out that it was fucking Green Day that was coming to town under this new band. And so obviously this this club flooded right with people. My buddy and I, Mark and I get there late. And, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, dude, we're not going to be able to get in. We're not going to be able to get in at all. There's too many fucking people here. And then as we're walking along the line, I just I just look at Mark and I just go, you know, I probably know somebody here. Right. And he goes, I was just thinking the same thing. Lo and behold, I come uh, like not even like half a second later. I run into my friend Danielle that I knew from film school. And Uh. she's there with her friends. And I start talking to her and we work our way into that conversation and hang out with them for a while. Right. And we cut on in. And then we get in and we get to go see the band. 
And that's just the way that it works. That's the way it works, man. That's that's just that's me in a nutshell. That's like people know me and uh, I'm able to figure things out where I can. But I try to I try I do try to bring in as many people as possible. It's not like a such thing. It's just like I just I figure out I'm pretty good at figuring out ways. But yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing is like I I, I miss and I very much love San Diego. Um, such a I miss, great city. I just, I just missed the convent. I mean, I went to the convention with Saggy, um, and then right after, um, uh, so literally right after Springfield Comic Con, I'm I have credentials for Boston Expo. Boston Expo, dude, everyone's going to be there. Like uh, Jared Padalecki, uh, I think even I think Kevin Conroy, dude, a bunch of people are going to be there. Uh, and I have credentials for that one. So uh, that one's even going to be even more insane. So Springfield is a warm up, basically. Um, so I got a lot going on in the next uh, week or so. Uh, but I'd love to have you on again uh, to talk about some UFOs and shit. Yeah. I mean, I haven't paid as close attention to stuff recently, but like, I can bring you up to speed. There's a lot there that I know is being talked about, like with UAPs and things like that. And, uh, uh, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy what's passed in the cosmos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I like, love that line like, from. Why Con- not? Why not talk about what what else might be out? At, what you know? What what might be there beyond our limitations? Oh right? yeah. Well, I mean, you saw that picture like last week, right? That the that the, yeah. the satellite or the, telescope the James, put out. The James what the, the the James Webb Space Telescope pictures just go to show you that's a sliver of space. Right. That's a sliver of the universe. And it shows, you know, every little dot is a different galaxy. You see merging galaxies, colliding galaxies like that is just a small fraction of what the universe is. It just goes to show how small we truly are. Right. Yeah. And, and, and there's more to this UFO thing. Like the government is taking it seriously. We need to start taking it seriously as, as a society and as scientists, because, you know, regardless what the truth is, whether it's yes or no, like we need to know, like it's our due diligence to do so. So that's my stance on it. I'm not a crackpot. I'm not a weirdo. I just want to know what the fuck is flying with impunity through not just United States airspace, but global airspace. Is it a threat? Is it not a threat? What is this, what's it, what are the intentions? Right? Yeah. Uh, these are highly, 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 highly trained and very, very expensively uh, trained, right? The, the government puts a lot of money into training these, you know, top gun pilots, and they're the ones reporting it. They are they are literally trained observers and they're saying something's there. We need to take it seriously. I agree. So with that being said, guys, like, share, subscribe, all that shit. Matt, uh, where can they find you? Uh, over on uh, Three Buck Theater for Hollywood After Dark. There will be a new episode popping up in the next uh, about 45 minutes. I'll be going live to discuss today's I'll events. I'll join you. But, all right. Yeah, I'm going earlier tonight because I'm not since I'm home and but yeah. might as well. I, I, get, I just gotta eat and then I'll and I'll jump. Yeah, in. yeah. I want to grab a shower. It's freaking warm today, man. But like, oh yeah. I was also watching. Well, I was I was gonna be here a little earlier, but I was watching the J six stuff and um, yeah, you know, having sitting with my girlfriend's like folding children's clothes and looking at the TV and going, "We're so fucked." 
So, yeah, guys, head over to uh, Three Buck Theater after this show ends, uh, and we'll have another, we'll continue the conversation. And it'll be really fun. Uh, Matt, thank you for joining. And thank you guys uh, for all tuning in tonight. Uh, Had a great turnout. Great, uh, great chat. Guys, make sure to subscribe, become a member, send a super chat, do all that shit. Help me out. Uh, It's just me, right? Uh, and, 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 uh, and I want to do a lot. I really do. Uh, and I want to create some, uh, some cool, some cool art. So, uh, I can, I can do that with your help. Um, so thank you guys so much for being part of the pop culture nation. And, uh, we will see you motherfucking next time. And, uh, in, in the words of Doomcock. You can't make this shit up.